Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Business with the Stars. My name is Najma and in today's business episode we are going to continue our sales process series with the topic of social isolation and sales. So um, our topic today actually has nothing to do with the current situation, even though I'm using the word isolation because that's just uh, the title. It is more focused on understanding better the salesperson and how to be a very good salesperson. I know that this is something that I'm learning a lot about and I have learned a lot um since the beginning of opening my company because I am not a salesperson. I have never been trained to. I have never sold anything. Uh, so except now with my company that I sell my services, but I had to learn and improve a lot in different aspects that I did not know. So I just thought that this would be an amazing topic to talk about because a lot of people that I actually talk to um of people that are opening their businesses and reach out to me for advices. So really having a topic specifically on sales, I thought was a good idea. So the two studies that I have leveraged to write this episode are studies that are dated from 2008, so now 12 years ago, and the second one from 2014, so now six years ago. And as usual, I will link uh, the document for the 2018 study, which is a PDF on the description of this episode. Hopefully, Encore um, accepts uh, files. I've never tried. And then the second study is going to be a link. Um, and the study actually is, um, you have to pay for it. I think it's $50. Let me check. It's $48. So, I mean, you don't have to buy it, but uh, if you're interested, at least you'll have the link. But the 2008 one is also really good and it's a 10-page study. So, it's already a good base um, just to read about it. So we are going to cover our topic today in three different parts. The first one will be workplace isolation. The second one will be salesperson commitment. And the third one will be job performance. So if I do a quick reference uh, to the last episode or the two weeks ago, actually, the episode that we had on going back to the office, the main difference is obviously on that episode, I was not talking about salespeople. Uh, I was talking about people that on a regular basis are in the office and the work performance and mental health might be impacted by the fact that they are not in a working environment. And um, the main difference is because obviously uh, salesperson are never in the office uh, by definition, right? There are people that are always on the road. There are people that are uh, constantly, again, moving from one place to another. So salespeople from a very long time uh, have been, and that's just how the job is, but have been isolated uh, from workplaces. And that's why I was really uh, happy to find these two studies uh, because it really shows that work uh, isolation and social isolation is not something that is new at all and it's very important to understand uh, when you want to understand what to tackle to be a good um, salesperson or in my case just getting better every day. 
So the first point, uh, if we dive right into our episode, uh, is workplace isolation. So um, usually salespersons are at a very high risk uh, to experience burnout in their jobs more than any other um, position in any company. And the reason for that is because, again, of isolation. So um, the work in general uh, is never really supervised, right? I mean, you cannot supervise per se a salesperson, again, because there's so many things that they have to just go for it, take their own decisions, sell the best way they can. Um, sometimes there's not even like a training to sell. There is a training on products and there is a training on what to say based on a product, but your attitude uh, and your mental health and even your health, I mean, your diet is really up to you. And like I said, they spend a significant time, amount of time uh, away from the office. So the isolation comes from the fact that, well, if they're not supervised, um, they don't have a boss uh, physically with them and also they don't even have colleagues. I mean, you can sell with a partner if you're lucky, but very often it will be you uh, having a certain target, having certain clients or customers, uh, having a certain area that you have to go to. And very often you can spend an entire week or even two weeks not even coming to the office. I know that, for instance, at Microsoft, uh, many of the desks that were empty were always salespeople our working space because they're supposed to be at clients and at more than being in the office. So the work isolation for a salesperson, especially if you have never been one, um, and again, coming back to me, is really going to be felt because it's not about sitting and writing emails. It's not about um, looking at numbers. I mean, the numbers that we look at when we are in finance in a company are numbers that are made by salespeople. So what we analyze are things that people are actually, um, well, actually went out and, and sold something for us to even be able to make a comment about them. So when you are going to open your company, it is very important for you to not focus on things that will not exist if you don't go out. And this is something that really, um, I had to learn a lot because especially as a business consultant uh, and when I started, my focus was uh, on what I knew best, which is finance. There is no finance per se if I'm not selling first. So going out, meeting people, um, leveraging my network. I know that moving to Bellevue was one of the best decisions ever because Microsoft alumni, our network is there and that really helped me a lot. Uh, and it helped me even get confidence to be able to go and talk to other people. So really work isolation is something that you would never be able to avoid when you are a salesperson. And if you're about to open your business or even if you have one, just know that this is really something that is almost a requirement for a salesperson. And, um, 
for people listening to me as well that are just working uh, because you're managing salespeople um, or you are in a team where your colleagues are salespeople, this is also an interesting perspective to have because uh, it's not the same way uh, to talk about work, performance, mental health, or even diet uh, with people that are never stable somewhere versus yourself. So you can never really compare that. And I know that um, that was often actually, um, I won't say a conflict, but something that maybe a lot of people, or at least I was one of them that didn't understand when I was a financial controller, uh, is that you, you really require or you want a lot from a salesperson without really understanding what they go through. Uh, and really today, there is a lot of different things that I realized, oh man, actually that was a lot of work and it's a lot of, uh, it's very demanding. So it, it, it's really something something that I realize now, uh, first of all, that I'm doing it and I am advising people uh, that is very important to highlight is that um, really isolation for a salesperson not only is something that cannot be avoided, uh, but is also something to be um, really acknowledged in order to look at that position in your company uh, very differently. So the second point is going to be the sales person commitment. So a lot of salespeople change jobs very often. I guess that's something that is very known. Uh, if you look at any resume of the salesperson, you will see that the turnover um, rate actually in companies is quite high. But even if you look at a LinkedIn uh, or a resume of someone who sells, they really go from one job to another uh, very often. And the reason for that is because um, a salesperson is, is paid on a base salary that is usually low. And uh, what is very high for them is the commissions that are obviously based on the sales. So if you get if you have a lot of experience, then definitely uh, you will get jobs where the best salary, let's say, will be a little bit higher with better benefits. Uh, but also when you have a lot of experience, then you sell that as well part of your package, so you make higher commissions. So the salesperson commitment uh, is really important uh, for anyone opening a business, but even for yourself, uh, if you are the salesperson, to understand that uh, you, your salary for sure is never going to be high and you really need to understand that you make money um, only and solely by selling. And again, that's something that... Um, uh, we really, let's say, don't talk a lot, uh, at, at least for me in finance again, because uh, we make the payment. Um, I remember now even thinking about, uh, about a particular situation as I'm recording this is that people even think that certain bonus rates are too high. Uh, but the reality is that we have no idea what these people go through. And again, coming back to the mental health aspect of it, one of the things where people actually are not committed into the long term when they are salespeople is really the amount of time they get rejected. Um, people don't really pay attention to that, but 
I mean, salespeople hear rejection uh, more often than not, and that really affects you mentally. Uh, and even now, I mean, I know that this is not about a situation that is now, but definitely the fact that everyone is isolated with the current situations, uh, the current situation, you can only imagine what salespeople are going through uh, and, 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 and the rejection rate that I'm sure really is really high. So when they engage into conversations, usually um, it's, it's very intense. It's, it, it's very stressful because obviously uh, it's tiring to constantly hear no or even to have six to seven or eight meetings before even having a, a yes and, and actually a sales. Um, and coming back to actually different sales processes that actually will help you with that. Um, that's a side note, not necessarily uh, based on the commitment, but that's also why you have CRM is really to look at the people that you contact, uh, the person, how you're going to be following up with them. And follow up is the topic I'm going to talk about as an episode next week. Uh, but that all of those things actually uh, will help you a lot um, in being committed really well to what you're doing and not getting tired of it. Uh, so that's really important is that the salesperson commitment uh, is going to be that is that not only uh, you are paid only on sales, but there is a lot of different steps before having that sell. So you have to be really um let's say generous if you have a big company and your manager and you're talking to a salesperson uh understanding that really um the money that they have and the quota are really important because that makes um, almost everything that they earn but also for yourself if if you are if it's your own company and you just started um and you opened it right so i mean you're not gonna have a salesperson right away is that don't make your salary very high but focus more on the commission that you can give yourself uh, when you make a sale. And that's also a good way to even present um, your salary slip because even when you're a business owner, obviously you have to pay yourself. So every month you need to have a salary slip. So don't um, hesitate to have this part of it there. It will really help you a lot. So the last and final point of our episode today is the job performance. So uh, like I said on the first point, uh, the work that salespeople do are very much uh, and primarily actually unsupervised. So uh, they spend, again, a significant amount of time away from the office. So it's very complicated to know exactly what they're doing. I mean, even people that are sitting in front of you, you can't. Uh, but let's say you cannot also supervise someone who sells because there is a lot of different external events uh, that you're not controlling. When you go to a client, when you go to a customer, you have to adapt to whatever... Um, to whatever situation you're going to face. So there's a lot of things that you cannot know. Um, and I know, for example, that in the Middle East, I know that we used to hear a lot of different, what we called excuses, but now I realize that these are actually situations that, that, that are real. And uh, it's not easy to walk into an office where people are not convinced. It's not easy, even when they, if they like the brand, um, it's not easy to sell. It's not easy to, uh, even ask questions that people in front of you are afraid to answer. I know that, for example, the best way to sell is first to understand the person's budget uh, because whatever you're going to sell to them, they have to be able to pay. So 
these are really uh, important points uh, that comes into the job performance that you have to understand as well that you cannot control. And again, I learned so much uh, by being my own salesperson and realizing uh, how exactly would I, uh, you know, I mean, evaluate my work and how exactly would I rate myself uh, with the different objectives that I have. So the job performance of a salesperson, uh, if you're your own salesperson or if you're managing a salesperson, definitely cannot be seen uh, the same way as someone who, again, uh, is in the office. And it doesn't mean that what they're doing is not important. Obviously, they are crucial, but it's just a different way of looking at um, the investment and the work. Um, let's not forget that the sales force, again, is the lifeblood that generates the revenue to stay in business. Like I said, uh, in finance, we cannot review numbers that do not exist. So salespeople, again, for many, many businesses and or even all of them 100%, you have to sell first. So it's just fair that when you look at job performance and work and again, mental health of uh, your salesperson, uh, to look at it in a very different way uh, when it comes to performance, when it comes to payment, when it comes to even support, uh, and when it comes even to different, uh, let's say schedules. I mean, I haven't talked about it, but obviously, uh, you cannot engage and require different meetings, uh, from salespeople that you do from regular people, even though obviously they have to attend certain meetings that are important. Um, especially when they are linked to the self because you need to have an update. But again, you have to make those a minimum. And again, coming back uh, to some of the examples that I have, not only my company, I see it now, but even prior to that at Microsoft, uh, I do understand now that you cannot spend your days uh, meeting. Uh, and there is a lot of different uh uh, I mean, articles, you can even read about it, but really people that all day long are in meetings uh, don't, don't sell. You, can, you cannot, I mean, at least office internal meetings. So, I mean, and those are really important as well. I'm, I'm not pointing any finger here. I mean, you need to have meetings to have strategy. You need to have meetings to have um, even the work performance. All of these positions are important in a company, but you really need to look at them differently. First of all, when you're running your own company and you need to look at them differently when you're managing a person um, and not require the same, uh, let's say, um, work habits, let's say. So uh, that is it for our episode for today and uh, another amazing topic uh, and I'll come back to this for sure because like I said, I am even learning myself every day on how to sell uh, differently, how to sell better, how to talk about my job, how to talk about my company. So this is also very personal. So just a quick recap before closing, our topic for the day was part of our sales process series and it was social isolation and sales. And uh, we talked about it in three different parts. The first one was workplace isolation. The second one was sales person commitment. And the third and last one was the job performance. 
So I will link uh, and add the two studies that I have used and leveraged for this episode uh, in the description. So the first one is from 2008 and the other one from 2014. Uh, really amazing articles. I hope you will really enjoy this and uh, enjoy both of them and you will enjoy this episode as well. So thank you so, so much for joining me again today. I really appreciate you and I appreciate your time. I wish you an amazing and beautiful week. And I will talk to you on Friday for our mental health episode. Thank you so much and bye.